comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have and enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afuakwa. Pastor Afuakwa is the founder and general overseer of Faith House Charismatic Chapel International, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to preach and teach the word of faith for people to know God better, live life better, and impact their world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Praise the Lord. Wonderful. It's amazing what God is doing in our times. Amen. You need to be still. The Bible says, be still and know that I am the Lord. For I'll be exalted above a heathen. I'll be exalted in the earth. Amen. It's wonderful to come your way. I welcome everybody online. This is a time with God. It's a time where our faith is injected and boosted for us to triumph even in these dangerous times. Amen. Shall we bow down our heads as we pray? I want you to spend a minute and pray and ask God to speak to you in the name of Jesus. Ask him to bring his word to you in a way that you can understand in a way with all clarity and with all, without any shadow of doubt. Open your mouth and speak to God. Wherever you are at this time, sit up and then let's come into fellowship, come into agreement with God. What a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus Christ my King. What a beautiful name it is, nothing compares for this. What a beautiful name it is, the name What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name. Let's sing it together now. The name of Jesus Christ my King. What a beautiful name it is. Nothing can stand against. What a beautiful name it is. we thank you and we bless you the bible says the name of the lord is a strong tower the righteous run to it and they are safe thank you for safety in your name thank you for protection in your name lord we thank you and we bless you for preserving our lives even in these dangerous times of COVID 19 
Thank you, Lord, for the preservation of our families. Thank you, Lord, for the preservation of our nation. Thank you, Father, for this moment. Thank you for the privilege of fellowship. The Bible says, as the time draws now, we should not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. Lord, as we come together in agreement in this time of fellowship, Spirit of God, we ask the Lord you speak to our heart. Let your word come with understanding and revelation. Touch our lives, oh God. Let our faith be boosted and imparted by your word. Thank you that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. As your word goes forth, thank you that our faith is challenged and changed for triumphant living in all areas of our lives. We honor you and we bless you that no one connected to this broadcast will return the same. Be glorified even as you grant me grace and utterance in Jesus' matchless name. Amen. Come with me to Mark chapter 4 verse 35 to 41. That's where I've been teaching from for the past weeks and I'm sure that this might be the last but one of this series. And a great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. But he was in the stand asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. The wind ceased and there was great calm. I see the wind of COVID-19 season. And great calm is coming to your home. Great calm is coming to our countries. Great calm is coming to our nation. In the name of Jesus. But after rebuking the wind and restoring calm and sanity, Jesus said, but he said to them, why are you so fearful? Why is it that you have no faith? Psalm 23 verse 4. He said, yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. May you be comforted by the rod of God. For the past weeks, I have been teaching on dealing with an enemy called fear. And just last Wednesday, and during our fast, I, I walked you through how to overcome fear. That's where we are presently dealing with in our teaching series, overcoming the enemy called fear. And in it, we are focusing on how we can overcome fear. We said that fear is a common enemy. Fear is a real enemy. And fear must be overcome at all costs. It's not just in this season where everybody is perplexed and in despair for their lives that we need to deal with fear. But fear is something that as long as you live, you would have to deal with it every day of your life. Whether COVID-19 is there or not, fear is something you have to deal with. There are many kinds of fear. But for the purposes of time, we just limit ourselves to fear in general. Fear of the unknown, fear of the future, fear of failure, fear of marital breakdown, fear of sickness, fear of disease, all kinds of fear abound. We live in a world that is surrounded by fears of all kinds. But I thank God the Bible said, I saw the Lord and he delivered me from all my fears. Just as the world is surrounded by a lot of fears, different kinds of fears, God is also committed to delivering us from all fears. And I see you delivered from every kind of fear. Fear is a common temptation. When we started the very teaching, uh, from the very beginning of the teaching, I told you that fear is a common temptation. 
And the fact that it's a common temptation also is comforting. Because if it's a common temptation, then it's likely to have a common antidote. The reason why the uh, COVID-19 is described as novel is because we've not seen it before. We have, we, don't, we have not developed antibodies to it and there are no vaccines for it. That's why it makes it a very serious challenge to deal with. But fear is common. The Bible says there are no temptation that is taking you except that which is common to man. But God is faithful. First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13. God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that which you are able? But while with the temptation will also make a way of escape. God creates a way of escape. Because fear is common, it also has ways of escape. And in scripture, we see that many people feared and many people defeated fear. Many people. Scripture gives us a detailed account of many people who were confronted with fear and how they dealt with fear in diverse areas of their lives. No wonder the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12, it says that we be not slothful but followers of them who through faith and patience, we should imitate those who through faith and patience have obtained promises or overcame fear. The Bible says in Romans chapter 15 verse 14, verse 4, Romans 15 4, it says, for whatever was written aforetime was written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. The reason why there is hope that you can also overcome whatever fears you are dealing with in these dangerous times is the fact that people have overcome it before and it's been documented for our learning. So as we learn from God's word, how people in different times, in different dispensations, under different circumstances dealt with fear, God is also granting us the grace and the ability. No wonder the Bible said grace and uh, grace be multiplied to you through knowledge. Once we receive knowledge, grace comes. And by grace, we are able to overcome. And by grace, we are able to be victorious. I see you overcome these dangerous seasons. I see you triumph in these dangerous times. In the mighty name of Jesus. Diverse and countless examples exist in scripture of how people dealt with fear. Second Chronicles chapter 20 verse 1 to 4. A man was faced with a temptation to fear by the name of Jehoshaphat. It came to pass after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with, be, others with them besides the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea, from Syria, and they are in Hazazon Tema, which is Engedi. And Jehoshaphat feared. If you are using a paper Bible, you can underline it. If you are also using a digital Bible, you can also underline it, highlight it. And Jehoshaphat feared. So just us, we are confronted in these times with a strange disease across the globe and people are in a state of fear and perplexity. Jehoshaphat was also confronted by fierce opposition. Three great nations came to do battle against Jehoshaphat and he didn't know what to do. And Bible said he became afraid. Just as you are also afraid now, confronted with a strange disease and everybody seemed to be panicking in fear. Jehoshaphat was afraid, but I like that the fact that Jehoshaphat was not just afraid, but he took steps to eliminate his fear. It's not bad to be afraid, but it's bad to live in a state of perpetual fear. 
Why? Because by fear you are a victim. But through faith you overcome. The Bible said this is the victory that overcometh the world. Even our faith. We don't become victorious in fear. We can only become victorious in faith. I see you conquer as your faith comes alive. I see you conquer as your faith comes alive. Jehoshaphat feared. And then he proclaimed a fast all through Judah. So Judah gathered to ask help from God. And from all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. When he was afraid, he knew what to do to overcome his fears. That's why we also need to learn from God's word how to overcome our fears. In our earlier teaching, we established that fear can be overcome in a number of ways. The first step to overcoming fear is to be born again. That's what we said in our earlier teaching. Is to be born again until you are born again, you lack the capacity to deal with fear. Until you are born again, the spirit of fear will rule your life. Until you are born again, you cannot conquer fear. The Bible says in Psalm 27 verse 1, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? When God becomes your Lord, when he becomes your salvation, when he becomes the strength of your life, you shall not be afraid of anything. I see you overcome and subdue fear. In the mighty name of Jesus. Then number two, we said the second step to overcoming fear is to engage the altar of prayer and fasting. Every time you are confronted with fear, one very good way to deal with fear is to engage in prayer and fasting. You are about to embark on a marriage. You are about to uh, proceed to marry. And then Satan is threatening with all kinds of fear that this marriage might not work. You are about to travel. Satan is threatening you. If you go, you will crash in an accident. You are about to start a business. Satan keeps on telling you this business will fail just like many things have failed in your life before. That is not the time to draw your drop your business ideas. That is not the time to stop your building project. But that is the time to set some days aside and seek the face of God. David said, I sought the Lord and he heard me. Psalm 34 verse 4. I sought the Lord, he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. As you see God's face in prayer and fasting, I see him deliver you from all your fears. Jehoshaphat prayed and fasted when he became afraid. Then we also touched on the third step to overcoming fear. We said if you are going to overcome fear, we need to discover who we are and what we have in Christ. You need to know it. You need to know it. And I'm preparing to do a long teaching on understanding who we are truly in Christ. Because you need to know it. Until you know yourself, other people can confuse you. I know that I'm a black person. Nobody can make me doubt that. I know that I know my height. Nobody can say that I am 5.2 because I know I'm not 5.2. What you know about yourself, Satan cannot deceive you about it. And you need to know yourself. And I'm not talking about knowing yourself as being born by Mr. Mensa or uh, Mr. Eric's or whoever. I'm talking about knowing yourself as a child of God. The Bible said, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. As a child of God, you need to know who you are in Christ. Who am I in Christ? Who am I in Christ? In Christ, you are more than a conqueror. In Christ, you are more than a conqueror. In Christ, you are above and not beneath. In Christ, you are a victor and not a victim. In Christ, you are a new creature. In Christ, you are the righteousness of God. You need to know who you are. May you know who you are. 
And there is no better place to know who we are except through Christ. And then, of course, we also talked about number four. I think that was the fourth, fourth point. If you are going to overcome fear, we must continuously build our faith. Somebody say continuously build your faith. You have to constantly and continuously build your faith. Build your faith. Because it takes faith. The Bible says in Jude 1.20, he said, But you building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, build up your faith, build up your faith. You'll be tempted to fear. But when fear sees faith, fear flees. There is no way fear and faith can cohabit in the same place. They can be tenants. Fear and faith, they live apart just as light and darkness are far apart. You will never be afraid again. Once strong faith is in place, there is no way fear can dominate and rule your life. May you not live your life in fear. I want to continue this teaching. And in this session, I'll be walking you through five or less based on how far we can go. Ways, five more ways to deal with fear. If you are going to overcome fear, one, you have to feed your spirit with God's word. You, 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 you have to appreciate this. You can't deal with fear without the word of God. Feed your spirit with God's word. The reason why you are afraid is not because of your body. You are afraid because your spirit is weak. Fear is a spiritual force. Satan releases it to your spirit. So if your spirit cannot reject it, then it rules and dominates your life. But how can your spirit become strong? Your spirit becomes strong as you feed it with the word of God. The Bible said, man shall not live by bread alone. And when it talks about man, there is the outer man and there is the inward man. The outer man lives by bread alone. But the inward man lives by the word of God. So you need to know how to constantly feed the inward man. Most of us, we spend our time feeding and eating and making fat the outward man. But this is the time you must invest in your inner man. For if thou faint in the day of adversity, then your strength in your inner man is weak. May your strength in the inner man not be weak. In the book of Jeremiah 23 verse 4, he said, I will set shepherds over them, which shall feed them. Take note, I will set shepherds over them, which shall feed them, and they shall fear no more. They shall fear no more. I decree to you, you shall fear no more. The kind of shepherd you have and the kind of food that is offered to you will determine whether you'll be afraid or not. When you are well fed, fear departs from your life. I will give shepherds. That's why in this season, though you are at home, it's very important that you don't miss any time that the word of God is coming to you. Any of the service, online services, make sure that you are always a part and fully involved in it. You don't have to allow yourself to be distracted by anything. Remain focused and attentive. Why? Because it is an avenue that God has put in place to keep your faith alive and to keep fear away from your life. May fear be far away from your life. He said, I will set shepherds who will feed you. They will feed you and as they feed you, fear will be living your life. I see fear depart from your life. Look at Zechariah chapter 3 verse 13. It says, the remnant of Israel shall not do iniquity, nor speak lies, neither shall a deceitful tongue be found in their mouth. For they shall feed and lie down, and none shall make them afraid. They shall feed and lie down. 
They shall feed and lie down. The quality of food you feed on will affect the quality of your health. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Number two, the second step, which is also critical in overcoming fear, is to maintain consciousness of God's presence at all times. Maintain consciousness. Don't just know God is with you, but be conscious that God is with you. Everywhere you find yourself in this season, anywhere you find yourself, as a doctor in your consulting room, be conscious that God is with you. As a driver driving people to a destination, be conscious God is with you. While you are at home with your children playing, be conscious that God is with you. Anywhere you find yourself, understand that God is with you. People know that God's presence is everywhere, but they are not conscious that God's presence is with them every time. It's one thing to know God is everywhere. It's another thing to be conscious of the fact that God is with you every time, including these times. God is with you. David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, though I go through a season of COVID-19, though I go through a dreadful season of my life, though I'm in a very discouraging moment of my life, God is with me. Thou art with me. Thou art with me. The consciousness that God is with you will always put you on top of fear. The moment you remind yourself God is with you, you see that fear is leaving you. Because fear cannot stand God. So if you are, can be sure that God is with you, there is no way fear can have, can have a place in your life. Fear is leaving your life. Isaiah 41 verse 10, the Bible says, Fear not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am the Lord thy God. I will strengthen thee. I said to you, may God strengthen you. I will, I will help thee, yea. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. I announce to you, God is upholding you. In these times, no matter how many people are falling victims, God will uphold you. You will be in his hands. You will be hidden far from the reach of the virus. Can somebody give an amen wherever you are? He said, fear not, for I am with you. I will uphold thee with my right hand. I will help thee. I will not disappoint thee. Deuteronomy 20 verse 1. He said, when thou goest out to battle and seest thou horses and chariots and the people more than they, do not be afraid for the Lord thy God is with thee. When you see that God is with you, fear lives your life. As if you're living your life. As if you're living your life. When Jesus woke up, among the things he was surprised at, he was surprised at the fact that the people were afraid. Mark chapter 4, verse 37 to 40. He said, why is it that there is a storm? I understand. He said, then there was a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the sea so that it was now full. Verse 38. And he was in the hinder part of a uh, ship asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and said to him, Master, carest not down that we perish. Look at that. And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And their wind ceased, and there was a great calm. 40. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? Why is it that you have no faith? Now look at verse 38. And he was in the hinder part. Verse 38. He was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on the pillow. This I believe the disciples forgot. They were not conscious of his presence. They had forgotten that because he's in the ship, the ship could not capsize. 
as long as God, I know that it doesn't look good. Scientific report does not look good. The medical report, the findings don't look good. And all kinds of things are going on. But I want you to know that as long as God remains in your ship, you are not permitted to capsize. You are coming out of this virus. You are coming out of this season. You are not just coming out as a victim. You are coming out as more than a conqueror. You are coming out more than victorious. The Bible said, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. I see you come out as more than conqueror. Wherever you are listening to me, say, I am more than a conqueror. God's promise, God's presence is one of the things. You see, there are many promises we have of God. But one of the promises we need to constantly remind ourselves is the promise God gave to us that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Never. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5. He said, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he had said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I think that should be a word of comfort to someone. I will never leave you or forsake you. I will never leave you or forsake you. You see, David was one man who never gave into fear. And it's because he was very conscious of God's presence at all times. Even in his sin, he was praying, take not away your presence. Cast me not away from your presence and take not away the Holy Spirit from me. David was praying and speaking in the book of Psalms. He said, where can I flee away from your presence? Where can I go where you are not there? Everywhere I turn, you are there. You need to understand that God never leaves us or forsakes us. Even when you sin, God does not leave you. You may not feel his presence, but he's always there. I pray that you will catch a revelation of the reality that God never leaves you. Always with you. Matthew 28 verse 20. He said, teaching them to observe whatsoever I've commanded thee. And lo, I am with you always. I am with you even always, even unto the end of the world. Has the world ended? It's only COVID-19 that is creating fear and panic. But the world has not ended. And as long as the world is still in place, God's presence with you is guaranteed. God's presence with you is assured. God's presence is with you is forever. You need to be conscious of it. The book of Romans 8 verse 31, he said, if God be for us, if God be with us, who is COVID-19? If God is with us, who is accident? If God is with us, who is a witchcraft? If God is with us, who is an occultic man who can project anything against us? That's why I came to announce to you this morning. Every satanic arrow targeted in your direction, targeted to your family, targeted to anything that is connected to you, I command it to go back to sender. In the name of Jesus, the Bible said they will gather together but not by me. And whosoever shall gather against thee shall fall for thy sake. The Bible said they will speak the word. It shall not stand for God is with us. And if God be for us, who can be against us? Nay, you are more than a conqueror. Shout, I'm more than a conqueror. Appreciate the fact that God's presence, be conscious of it. So in this time, be very conscious. Everywhere you step, you sit in a car. Don't be afraid. You don't have your own car. And if you have to move out, you have to move out by public transport. You don't have to be afraid. Sit in the car and say, Holy Ghost, you are with me. God, you are with me. And in this vehicle, no matter who has a virus, I'm coming out and skip. I'm coming out without it. Can somebody give me an amen? 
You have to go to the bank and transact some business. Don't be afraid. Hey, they say the banks are crowded. No, go there and go in the consciousness of God's presence. If God goes with you, you are coming out without any disease, without any infirmity. Can somebody give me an amen? amen. Number three, maintain your walk of righteousness. 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 The Bible said the wicked flee when no man pursueth, But the righteous are as bold as a lion. The righteous, he said the righteous are bold as a lion. They are bold. They are never given to fear. They are bold. They are bold. Isaiah 54 verse 14. He said in righteousness thou shalt be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression. He said, thou shalt not fear and from terror, for it shall not come nigh thee. Hey, I came to announce to everyone tuning to this broadcast, it shall not come nigh thee. The virus will not come nigh thee. It won't come near your family. It won't come near your wife. It won't come near your children. It won't come near anyone that is connected to you. Anyone that's connected to this spiritual family, the virus shall not come near us. In the mighty name of Jesus, maintain your walk of righteousness. Do you know that Adam knew no fear until he knew sin? When Adam opened up to sin, he opened up to fear. He opened up to fear. He could fellowship with God without any hindrance. But when he sinned, when God came, he said, Adam, where are you? He said, I heard your voice and I was afraid. And immediately God knew that Adam had done what he was not supposed to do. And for you, you don't have to work it out yourself. God has already worked it out for you. He said, he made him to be sin. Who knew no sin? That we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You couldn't work for righteousness. Only Jesus could work for it. And so he laid down his life and made us righteous. He became sin so that his righteousness will be credited to us. And in these seasons, you have to be conscious of that work that has been done for you and walk in the reality of the same. We are righteous not because we walk in righteousness as it were. In as much as it's important for us to walk in righteousness but what makes us acceptable before God is the righteousness of God which has been created to us. And in that confidence we are also able to take steps of righteousness. Is somebody hearing me at all? It's very important. He made him to be sin. First Corinthians, Second Corinthians 5 21. He made him to be sin who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. First John chapter 3 verse 21. He said, Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then we have confidence before God. It's always important. You have been made righteous, but you need to walk in the walk of righteousness. You need to walk the walk of righteousness. In the book of Romans chapter 16 verse 8, he said, Be made free from sin. Look at that. Be made free from sin. How were you made free from sin? You were made free from sin by the finished work of Christ on the cross. You became servants unto righteousness. Before, before, before you gave your life to Christ, you were a slave to sin. You could not sin by choice. You had to sin because sin was a natural nature of yours. But now, the nature of sin has been replaced with the nature of righteousness. So today, when you sin, you are choosing to sin. You don't sin because you have the nature of sin. Now you have the nature of God. And the nature of God does not sin. He said, be made free from sin. 
we became servants of righteousness. Unlike the way he puts it in Romans 6 verse 12 to 14. He said, let not, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body. Look at that. Let not sin reign in your mortal body. In other words, if you are sinning, it's because you have decided to let sin reign. But you have a choice. Let no sin reign in your mortal body. That you should obey the last thereof. 13. He said, neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those alive from dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you. Before, you were a slave to sin. But now, you have been freed from sin. And having been made free from sin, you need to walk consciously in it. All the time, walk with the mindset that I've been made free from sin. Sin cannot control your life. Sin cannot dominate your life. And as you walk in righteousness, I see you overcome every element of fear. Fear comes from Satan. So, when you choose sin, you have already chosen something that belongs to Satan. I see you living above sin. And I like this one. Rest in God's perfect love for you. If you are going to overcome fear, you must rest in God's perfect love for you. I like it. First John chapter 4 verse 8. He said there is no fear in love. Some of us feel that God does not love us. But I want you to know God loves you. You are always reminded by the devil. And you did that and you did that and you did that. And because of this and because of that. And it, fine, it's, it's great. You must seek to want to please God. By doing the things that are pleasing in his sight. But listen, God's love for you is not dependent on what you did or what you didn't do. He loves you anyway. The Bible said, while we were sinners, God commended his love toward us. That's why God's love for you is what keeps you away from fear. If you want to trust in your love for God, I mean, not all of us manifest love for God all the time. You don't feel, you don't demonstrate love for God all the time. But God's love for you is constant. So rest in that. When you rest in the fact that God loves me. Anyway, I am his own. I am precious in his sight. I'm valuable in his sight. No matter what happens, you know you are coming out. You are surviving it. I see you come out of it. I see you come out of it. So he said, there is no fear in love. In what kind of love? In God's love for me. There's no fear. But perfect love cast out fear because fear had torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. And perfect love is not talking about your love for God. It's talking about his love for you. May you be conscious of God's love for you. I said may you be conscious of God's love for you. Finally, speak of his testimonies. If you are going to overcome fear, never be silent of the act of God. In these times, if you have ever been sick before, think about it. How did you overcome it? If you have ever been confronted with something that looked like impossible, something that looked like you could never overcome, think about it. Every time you are confronted with fear, you always have to think about something that looked like insurmountable at one point in time in your life and God helped you through because the moment you remember that, naturally you receive faith to be able to deal with it. In Psalm 119 verse 46, David said, I will speak of thy testimony also before kings. I will not be ashamed. In the book of Revelation 12, 11, they overcame him by the blood of a lamb and by the word of their testimonies. By the word. One way to overcome fear is through the word of your testimony. 
the word of your testimony. Remembering the act of God in your life extinguishes fear and releases faith. You remember David, first Samuel chapter 17 verse 32 to 37 as I close. First Samuel, first Samuel chapter 32, 17 verse 32 to. He said, and David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail him because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Look at that. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight him, for thou art but a youth, and he is a man of war from his youth. 34. And he said, And David said unto him, Thy servant kept his father's sheep. This is David coming up with testimony. Everybody was afraid. How is David going to overcome his own fear? Now, mind you, never you sit down and think that David was not afraid of Goliath. He feared Goliath, but he acted against his fear. And that is what I'll be looking at in the final teaching in, in this particular uh, series. He acted against his fear. He was afraid, but he released faith over fear. All of us will always be confronted with fear. Those who overcome fear are those who have learned how to release their faith and conquer their faith, their fear with their faith. David was afraid, but there was something he did that sparked up faith in him to go and confront Goliath. He said, Thy servant kept his father's flock. That's testimony. And there came a bear. There came a lion to took a lamb. And he said, Thy servant went after, verse 35, Thy servant went after it. I went after it and I smote it. Now look at that. This is grace at work. Beautiful grace at work. He said, I went after him and smote him and delivered him out of his mouth. And he arose. And when he arose up against me, I caught him by his beard and I smote him and slew him. Now, when you read this, it's as if it was David who was killing and destroying the, the, the lion and the bear. But verse 36 tells us how he did it. He said, thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. Seeing he had defied the armies of the living God. Verse 37, he said, moreover, the Lord that delivered. You know what you see? David said, I did, I did. But at the end of the day, he said, the Lord. That delivered me from the mouth of a, the paw of a lion and the paw of the bear. The same God shall deliver me. I see God deliver you. Listen, God who delivered you from malaria will deliver you. God who delivered this nation and preserved us from Ebola, that same God will take Ghana through. We are coming out as more than victorious. We are coming out united. We are coming out stronger. Anything, anybody who has gone through anything before and has come out, I want you to be reminded that the same God who took you through whatever you went through before, that same God is ready to take you through this. If you can remember his art and focus on it and remind yourself of them, you will see that this too shall pass. And I see this coming to pass in your life. It shall not stand in your life. It's giving way for victory in your life. You will soon be singing songs of victory. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you will soon be singing songs of victory. So it shall be in your life. Stand on your feet and begin to thank God for the victories he's given you in the times past. Any victory God has ever given you. Think about any victory. Any victory. Any victory God has ever given to you. Any victory you have ever experienced. Any victory God has ever given to you. 
In Jesus' precious name, you are coming out more than victorious. You will have a testimony of his mighty deliverance in your life. So it shall be in your life. You are blessed. I trust that you have been blessed in this teaching. Maybe you are not born again. You've not given your life to Christ. It's important because except you are born again, fear is your master. You can only exchange kingdoms when you get born again. In the kingdom that you belong as an unsaved person, that kingdom is ruled and dominated by fear. And so to live a life free of fear, you have to change your kingdom. And what a privilege it is. What an opportunity you have this morning wherever you are watching this broadcast at this time, God brought you on because he wants to save your life. I want you to make this confession after me. If you are ready to make Jesus your Lord and Savior, say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for the opportunity to hear your word at this time. I have been convicted by your spirit to know I'm a sinner. I come to the feet of a cross and I confess Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Lord, forgive me my sins. Come into my heart. I believe with all my heart that you died to save me. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for making me your own. I boldly confess that I'm a born again child of God. In Jesus' precious name. Thank you, Father, for saving these precious ones. Thank you for establishing them. Thank you for making them rooted and grounded in you. Thank you that nothing shall ever be able to take them back to the world. I honor you and I bless you for their lives. In Jesus' precious name. Shall we please rise on our feet wherever you are? At this time, stand on your feet with me as uh, we bring the service to a close. Lift up your hands. I declare you blessed. I declare you covered. In the name of Jesus, in this season, may the hand of God watch over your life. May the protection of God be yours and your family. In the name of Jesus, no matter how many people become victims, you and your family shall not be part. In the name of Jesus, so it shall be in your life. You are blessed. Pastor Afuako has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. To get a copy of this message and other messages as well as books by Pastor Afuako, please call 540 or email us at faithhousechapel at yahoo.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also visit our website at www.faithhousechapel.com for any further information. Log on and be part of our power-packed online services live every Sunday for our celebration service at 9am and every Wednesday for our discovery service at 7pm on Facebook and YouTube using the handle Faith House Charismatic Chapel International. God richly bless you. Hey!